Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. You remember a while back, I promised that we would keep you up to date with what's going on uh, upon this rock, the uh, strategic initiative of the Diocese of Buffalo, and as you know, we spend this Thanksgiving weekend being thankful for all of God's blessings to us. Certainly, one of the things we are thankful for is the generosity of our parishioners here in the Diocese of Buffalo. And we figured this is a good time as any to kind of let you know um, kind of how upon uh, this rock is going and uh, where it's going from this point forward. So our guests should be no strangers to you either. Uh, joining us here in the studio, Ryan Marshall once again, who is uh, heading up upon this rock for the diocese. Ryan, welcome back. Good to see you again, Greg. And Rick Sukan, Executive Director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Rick, again, thanks for joining us. Once thanks again. for having us, Greg. Uh, okay, so uh, I guess we start where I started. Uh, so where are we at in terms of upon this rock? Rick, how are we doing? Uh, Greg, we're we're doing well. Uh, the campaign is is uh, tracking along on plan. We're uh, north of seventy million dollars in pledge commitments. Uh, we have worked our way through about two thirds of our parishes, and we have a remaining block of parishes that we'll be working with uh, through the end of April into May, and we'll be wrapping the campaign up uh, through the summer of two thousand and seventeen. Okay, terrific. And uh, which that's information I'm sure that we uh, kind of ta- talked about the last time that you were in. Uh, Ryan, just refresh everybody's memories uh, about you know and, uh, and up to date those maybe uh, or give an update to those who um, perhaps either you know haven't been made aware of it in their parish or whatnot sure. yet. Um, what is when we say upon this rock? What is it really? Well, at the at the parish level, uh, it's it's uh, initially the process of of going through learning about what the campaign is, and I, I depending on where you are, how long you've been involved in fundraising, campaign can be the word you're tired of hearing, but uh, you know, it, it, political or or even fundraising removed, it, it's a learning process. Uh, so the first thing that everybody goes through is that learning process and and being invited to participate. We want to have opportunities for them to get clarity and have any questions answered. So for everybody, the um, the start of a campaign is is the process that really none of us like. Nobody likes to, to ask others to contribute. Nobody likes to necessarily be asked. But uh, it, it is where we get started in the process. Then comes really the, the fun part and where the rubber meets the, mo- the road in this whole thing of – it, whether you were a donor to the campaign or even if you're just keeping us in your prayers, there's there's four and a half, almost five years of work after that to to get to this hundred million that we've talked about, all the programs that are a piece of this. So it's a it's a two step process for most folks, but um, you know, starting with Rick and I coming in here today, it is an ongoing um, mechanism really for people to continue to learn how we're going to fund the church into the future. Yeah, and Rick had mentioned about two thirds of the way into parishes are there parishes that have not begun absolutely yet? okay yeah we um and i would say a, the the even number to go to is to say two-thirds but um it's it's maybe a little less than that and i think we're at a point where your most active catholics whether or not their parish has been directly involved know a little bit about this so it's certainly not um 
the unknown that it was the last time that we spoke. Um, but it's different in every parish. So I think what's important for those that haven't gone through it yet is that there are unique aspects about the campaign everywhere that it goes. So we really want people to continue to be informed on what it's for. If your parish has been through it, we ask you to, to also stay informed. But more importantly, if if you are on the outside of it so far and your parish hasn't done the process yet, uh, we ask that you keep an open mind and be active and engaged in the listening process when it does get to your parish because as with anything, uh, on a, whether it's a, a fundraising campaign or any other project that you undertake, there's misconceptions, rumors, all that good stuff that we want to make sure you heard it straight from your priest and volunteers at your parish. Yeah, two good ways to do that, of course. Um, the namesake of this program, the Western New York Catholic, there's always information uh, about Upon This Rock in there. And, of course, the website, Upon This Rock, yep. org. that could pretty much answer anybody's question, right? For sure. Correct. Okay. Rick, I wanted to throw it back to you for a minute and kind of play off what uh, Ryan had said and kind of what we've been talking about. This really is, even though it was at the initiative of the diocese, this is really about parishes right upon this rock. Most definitely. I mean, parishes are the backbone of the diocese. It's where we as Catholics experience our faith, and it's where most Catholics are connected. They're connected to their parish, um, as opposed to, in, in general terms, their diocese. So um, it's, it's important that every parish within the diocese participates. And to help in that process, every parish um, of the diocese, every one of the 163 parishes has identified projects that are important at a local level. And as they raise funds, as Upon This Rock is rolled out at their parish, um, the parish is allowed to keep a portion of the funds that are raised to help them uh, with local projects and local initiatives. The rest of the money um, doesn't really go away from the parish, but it is available to parishes for programs uh, that they may want to apply for through the diocese via a grant funding program. Well, and some of the things, right, that are going to happen on the um, diocesan level as well are, again, ultimately going to just help people in parishes anyway. Exactly. Exactly. For example, uh, there's a significant portion of the campaign funds that are going to an endowment for evangelization and catechesis programs. That endowment is available to any parish, any ministry that exists within the diocese to help fund their programs. So um, through a grant application process, again, they would you know, identify a project in need, apply for grant funding and assuming that the project is approved and there's a vetting process that they would go through, um, they will be for the first time able to receive funds from the diocese to help with a local initiative. Yeah, that's a completely different model than we've ever worked on before here in the diocese. Correct. Yeah. Rick Sukan is executive director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. He's joined by Ryan Marshall, who's heading up Upon This Rock for the diocese. Upon This Rock, WNY.org is the website. If you just search Upon This Rock Buffalo or Upon This Rock Western New York, you're going to find it first thing in the search engine as well. Um, I know I've tried it, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Glad it works. <laughs> there you go, right? So you got to keep it simple. Right? Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Ryan, so um, uh, you are not from the Diocese of Buffalo. Um, you, you have a relationship, at least your company has yeah. a relationship of working with the diocese here, but you work with a lot of different churches, organizations on similar type 
programs. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're using that kind of two-thirds of the way yeah. number. How are we doing in comparison to other campaigns you've been involved with? Uh, if you take and look at it at, at the way that I think most of the country perceives Western New York is still being um, kind of going through the, the dredges of, of economic downturn, especially when you use that to frame it, the, the results are here are tremendous. We've, we've still got an average gift that is above par from even the Archdiocese of Chicago is also running a campaign at the same time that the Diocese of Buffalo has been running it. Their average gift, their participation rates are lower than, than what we have here. So, I mean, it, when you take a look at stacking the Diocese of Buffalo in a scope against some other dioceses around the country, uh, we've seen that this portion of the country is unbeatable in, in terms of the levels of their giving uh, and, and how generous folks are per capita and also you know, taking a look at demographics as well. Looking more specifically at, at Buffalo, um, we've been really flexible with the process of the campaign, especially with timetables. Uh, these things take people out of their, their comfort zones. Uh, it, it, you think about life uh, as a Catholic is, is very much the same in terms of your church activity as it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. But how it's being funded behind the scenes is becoming different and that's why Upon This Rock came about. So when they see Upon This Rock, they see something that looks and feels very different and, and that can be a challenging thing to, to just take on at first. And I know especially for our priests who have a tremendous upon, uh, uh, amount of work put upon them uh, just to keep their parishes moving along. It's, it's been a difficult thing to ask them to take on. Um, but they've really in, in many cases championed the cause. And are to be commended for the amount of, of time and energy that they're putting into this in addition to the volunteers, their, their parish staff, those that are coming on board to help them. Uh, it's again above par of the amount of, of commitment and time and work that they're putting on this. So everyone that's – whether they're listening to this program or even if they've uh, seen the website ever should know that, that these results are um, above average – and when you think of what Western New York as a Catholic community has been through in the last 15 to 20 years, uh, it's astounding. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, I don't think at this point um, the numbers game in Western New York surprises anybody. We're on, like, as you mentioned, we're kind of on a slight uptick now in terms of, you know, some people coming back into right. the area, you know, things like the medical campus and, and whatnot. But everybody knows kind of what's happened in the sort of Rust Belt cities, the yep. declines in population and, and all those kind of things. Uh, we, we're going to take a break in a moment, Rick, but I kind of wanted to, um, you know, get your input on the sort of the same thing. So uh, how do we as a diocese feel we're doing at this point? Um, Greg, I'm actually quite pleased, as is Bishop Malone, uh, with the response of our parishioners. Um, at the parishes where we've rolled the campaign out to date, we have in general been very successful. Uh, there have been a number of parishes that have gone over their goal, a number that have met their goal, and there's a, a few for various circumstances on a local level, may have some challenging economics that didn't uh, quite meet goal. But overall, the campaign is on track. And the cool thing is we're beginning to spend some of the money. Um, and maybe we can talk about that when we... That's the plan. Yeah, I think I think that's what we want to do because, uh, right, we've talked about raising the money as you mentioned, Ryan. Nobody really wants to yeah. have to do that. Got to put it into action. Right? The ideal would be, you know, ideal situation not to have to 
do Correct. campaigns like this, okay. which you mentioned last time you were on. But there is a kind of a fun component to this, too. Thanks for joining us again this week. I'm Greg Prince, and we are updating you on Upon This Rock. Ryan Marshall joins us again, who is heading up the campaign here in the diocese, and also Rick Sukan, who heads up the foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Upon This Rock, WNY.org is the website. Also, if you pick up any issue of the Western New York Catholic, uh, the November one is probably still sitting in your parish somewhere. The December one will be coming out next week, and uh, there's uh, always updates on what's going on there as well. So uh, I, I think, right, people can sign up for email updates if they're in Absolutely. the middle of the campaign and they want to know more about it, right? Email updates, Facebook, Twitter, plenty of different platforms that you can continue to stay informed. Okay, so you teased this, Rick, at the end of the last segment. Right, We're at the point now where, where some of those earlier parishes that were involved in the campaign that, that have worked on their goal, they're at the point where uh, maybe they can start working on some of the things that uh, they started running this campaign for in the first place. Exactly. So, Greg, um, as I was saying before, every parish, uh, in order to help boost um, activity and interest in upon this rock is able to identify local projects that are either on their wish list, deferred maintenance, uh, capital improvement projects, uh, program enhancements that they have wanted to make uh, but have been strapped for funds to do. So as we complete Upon This Rock at a parish, um, a couple months later, they're eligible based upon cash payments made on the pledges for a payout equaling their their share of campaign proceeds. And we've seen parishes um, begin much anticipated or or very deferred uh, projects. Uh, We're seeing handicap accessibility being a very popular um, enhancement that um, a number of the parishes that have gone through Upon This Rock have identified as a local need. We're seeing deferred maintenance projects including parking lot uh, repairs, Roofing repairs, um, in some instances where roofing repairs have seriously compromised um, the structure of of the parish, the parish center, uh, or the the church. So um, what's what's great is when local investors, the parishioners who have decided consciously to support Upon This Rock are seeing the fruits of that come back to their parish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Now there's another kind of – little bonus as well, and particularly um, um, I'm thinking of folks who maybe have not, again, um, been involved with it in their parish as of yet. There's an incentive for parishes to go beyond their goal. Oh, certainly. Because um, they're going to keep more of that money. Sure. Once a parish exceeds goal, any pledge commitments and payments they receive above goal, the parish gets to retain 55 percent of that. So that – many parishes to date have identified the basic projects they want to accomplish with their 35 percent keep on a local level. And then those stretch projects that have been on the wish list for a long time, which again could be uh, improvements to physical plant. Uh, they could be enhancements or they could be, you know, expansion of programming. I, I, I kind of want to throw it back your way again, Ryan, as somebody coming from outside of the diocese and a lot of your work, there are days we don't see you around this building at all because <laughs> right. you're not here. You're out in the parishes and you're out with right. different pastors and you're you're looking at buildings, you're looking at facilities, you're talking to people to see what those needs are as well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I've started over the past couple of years, uh, which really had nothing to do with the campaign. Um, just uh, we've been asked as part of our ministry to uh, more and more to kind of help people with their online and social media needs to kind of, you know, help people get up to speed on that. And what are some things they could be doing better and what can they do with a website? All those kinds of things. As I go out to parishes, I'm kind of keeping a list of things our parishes should be doing. You know, what are the technology needs? You know, yeah. what things could we be doing better in terms of facilities so that, you know, um, when I'm telling them, well, you know, you could be doing this, this, and this in terms of, you know, internet or social and technology and right. whatever, I, I can kind of scale it back based on, yeah, but you're not really wired for that kind of thing. You know, yeah. that's just one example. What have you seen as you're out and about in our parishes? Yeah. I mean, it, you know, and that again, it's no secret that... Um, and it's all due to the good people of Western New York who built these buildings and facilities yeah. years ago, sometimes, you know, at no cost. Sometimes right. they, you know, the people donated time, materials, everything else. Yeah. And some of those buildings are aging. There's no secret. Correct. Yeah, I, I would think of, because so much of campaigns these days, as we've gone around both in this diocese and as I've been in other places, so much of it gets tied back to that goal. Did we make the goal? Greg, there's parishes that I go to every day. They're never, ever going to dream of making the goal that they've been asked to, to reach for Upon This Rock. Everybody was formulaically given the same goal based upon you know, their, their reports to the diocese on an annual basis about their, their own collections. And for some parishes, that, that puts a goal out there for them that is unattainable because their people are, are scraping from every little thing that they've got to, to give that. And we're cognizant of that when we get there. So I think one of the, from the outset of the campaign, one of the most impressive things that was done was for the PAC, the Priest Advisory Committee that helped kind of make the, the rules and, and playbook for the campaign to say we, we recognize that and we want to make sure that those parishes are still taken care of. So even if you didn't make your goal, there needs to be things there for you. So the other money that's going to the diocese, so to speak, uh, it's not going to the diocese. It's going to the foundation that, that Rick heads up and that many others are uh, heavily involved in strict advisors for. Um, it, it's going there to ensure that those parishes that never have a chance to make this goal have a way to thrive because we, we've been through some difficulties here in this diocese. I say we because I've been here so long now. I start to say we. Um, the, the people in the diocese have been through a lot of difficulties um, and we don't want it to have to continue to be a story of the have and have nots. So I think uh, for, for both me and our staff because many of the staff on our campaign are Western New Yorkers that have grown up here, um, we want to make sure that they understand that, is that that this is not about your goal. This is about making sure that everybody had a chance to participate if they wanted to. And for those that are, are, are on the have end of this right now, we make sure to share with them the stories of I, I pulled on to your campus today in a parking lot that's been paved sometime in the last 10 years, whereas others it hasn't been paved in the last 20. A roof that is soundly over your heads, ministry programs that aren't in danger of going away because there's no funding for them. So we make sure to share those stories for them and we make sure that those that we go to that are in trouble and don't have those things understand that this campaign is going on to help you and that – your community right here is in a time of, of struggle. This community over here is not. But 25, 30 years from now, it's not only possible but it's likely that, the, that it flips and, and we can't keep living in the times of a have and a have not where one parish is 
wanting for everything and another parish wants for nothing. So I think from what we see when we go out to parishes, that's the story that we see. If we have five meetings in a day, I would say three of them are at a parish that, that you're not really sure how they're making it work from one day to the next, but by the grace of God, they do. And two parishes that have um, mostly because they've had strong financial backing um, that goes above and beyond what they really needed were able to put some really smart programs in place and are going to be able to sustain themselves. So I think for us, we we try and paint the picture of the whole. Yes, this is about your parish. This is about you and your future and your family. But this is also about the rest of us too. And there's been too long of a, of a struggle between whether you have it or you don't. And we're trying to to level the playing field a little bit. Uh, that, that leads me to right to my next question, um, which you kind of hinted at again earlier in the program as well. So as parishes wrap up their fundraising end of the campaign in yep. the parish, again, as Rick mentioned, some parishes have already begun some of their wish list projects, and, uh, um, and they're great. That's, that's terrific. This is going to be around, though, e- even though we wrap up, let's say, the campaigning portion right. sometime next year. Yep. We still got a long road ahead of us, right? We do. We do. It's this is um, as I said earlier. This is the starting point, and, and Rick can sp- speak to some of the specifics on it. But you know, the, the starting point is the last day of your campaign, the final in-pew appeal. When everybody kind of takes that collective sigh of relief that we're done talking about the campaign during mass. All that. That, that's where it all really comes together and we go from the fundraising mode of the campaign to the mission mode of the campaign and the, and the mission mode of it is far greater and far more important because that's where it really starts to click for a lot of people of I put my faith into participating in the campaign but now on a practical end, here's what my faith is giving me and it starts to have a, an actual monetary aspect to it which – is where it becomes really rewarding for those in other dioceses that have gone through this already. They're in that time and and they're really enjoying what they're seeing from it. So, Greg, what that really me- will mean is that although we may be done in the pews from a organization and and outreach for gifts right. perspective, exactly. we're in a collection mode and a stewardship mode for years to come. So, in most instances, when a prisoner is approached at their parish to make a gift. It would be a five-year pledge commitment. So they're paying on that pledge for five years. Um, in some instances, it could be shorter. In other instances, if an individual made an estate designation, it's a longer period before we come into cash proceeds, which are, again are applied to the case elements, the mission and ministry programs that the campaign supports. But our job uh, really is to be good stewards of that money and to provide regular reports back to our donors that we're we're using the money as we intended, um, and that here here are the outcomes. This this is what's happening, and it's those good news reports that we plan to continue to announce on a very regular basis again through the Western New York Catholic through social media um, that will encourage our parishioners to continue to pay on their pledge commitments, um, and so that when we're really done collecting the last dollar. 
which is the day the last donor who made a, an estate pledge, right. you know, passes away and their estate settles, that the diocese will be so enriched and, and more more than just financially, but it'll be enriched with better programs, better ministry, more evangelization opportunities, um, welcoming more Catholics home, um, all the things that we want to do as a church. And that's what Upon This Rock is really all about. I was just going to say, and that's the goal, right? That's that's why we're doing this. A better church, a stronger church. Absolutely. Rick Sukan and Ryan Marshall uh, talking about Upon This Rock, uh, where we've been so far, where we still got to go. Thanks for coming and giving us an update. This Greg, week. thanks so much for having us. My pleasure. And as always, um, you know, if you, if you heard this on the air, you want to hear it again, you can go to our podcast page at buffalodiocese.org or at wnycatholic.org. Just for, look for news and media and radio, and you will find us very easily. And uh, any updates on the campaign, again, the Western New York Catholic uh, newspaper or uh, the website as well. And uh, upon this rock, WNY. Dot org. Uh, Rick, we're probably going to be hearing from you again in a couple of weeks here on the program uh, about uh, another great uh, project of the diocese, our uh, uh, Gala 22-6. Yep, so, coming up, up around the corner. Uh, so I'll give you a little break, and then we'll get you right back in here again. Look forward so. to it. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly, call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org or call 847-8744. You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.